boom, there it is with Rye Cape. Gets his own cell and everything. Me, Chris, and Scott, we're all relegated to one line. Rye Cape gets special billing as it should be. Hey, welcome to the NASCAR shows, guys. I am your host, Scott Steen. It's kind of like herding cats today. I love it. It's Friday afternoon. It's kind of our happy hour, boys. And I am joined by uh, some of the most, I won't say the best in the business, but some of the most enthusiastic in the business. Uh, to uh, to your right on the radio dial, it is the one and only Chris King. Down below in the uh, in the Ruth Buzzy Square is a Scott Reichel. And of course... Uh, right underneath me in the uh, in the Alice the uh, in the Alice the maid spot. What's up, Rye? It's uh, it's Rye Cape, everybody. The uh, the one and only the aforementioned Rye Cape. How is everybody doing today on this fine Friday? Wonderful. Okay, I'm doing pretty well. I'm happy, you, I'm happy you called it a happy hour because the results from the last two races drove me to drink. Not good. Not good at all. We we're gonna. I was impressed by that. Rise impressed by that. I saw that, that, that head nod. Like, okay, okay, all right. Uh, yeah, very good. James S. says, I don't know nothing about NASCAR, but I want to be on. There you go. You're on, buddy. Apparently, neither do we, so we're on the same page. Uh, it was, it's good. been a brutal last two weeks. I I uh, uh, came in second in points. Chris had 53. I had 38. Rye had 36. Rachel had 32. Yeah. Uh, none of us made yeah. money. Scott and I are still profitable, some of us more than others. And uh, let's see, I am still eking out a lead in the points, but it is really tight. So, am I in third in points? What are, where, well, how, yeah, what are the points? I don't even know anymore. Uh, I am, uh, we, I've, I've started putting it by week since I joined the crew. Accumulation wouldn't be fair, obviously. That's fair. So, yeah. I'm 78.40 a week, uh, 78.40. Rachel, 77.87. Uh, Chris is 76.73. Rise, 58.8. Waiting for that first victory to cl uh, have him climb into the stratosphere like we are. So yeah, Ra, you got to remember we do, like, the week. Yeah, we do multiplier effect stuff for first place and everything like that. So we, the reason why it's so high is because if we pick a long shot who wins, or even just a racer who wins, you get like two and a half time multiplier with something else. Yes, it's a. I don't. I don't. I don't know. I think, I'll just tell you why he actually has points. I think I was uh, pretty much. I think just I was forty to one. I think oh, I was man. drinking when I uh, devised the uh, the formula. So no one told you to do it. So that's all you. That's right. It is all me. So the way this show works, real quick, each of us will go around. We will pick one uh, driver from the favorite category. They're broken seven seven and whatever that would be twenty three for uh, for this week's race or twenty two. I guess thirty six racers. So we'll take a favorite. That's a guy they expect to win. We'll take a mid-range pick. That's a guy that we'd love to see win, but we expect him to be in the top five. And we'll take a long shot, and that's a guy that if they win, it can make your season. But uh, realistically, we'd be happy with a 10th place or a top 10 finish. And finally, we'll do our favorite matchup of the week, and that is where you guys uh, outshined me last, uh, last uh, say last week, two weeks ago. As you all won your matchups, I did lose mine. I had Hamlin over Chastain. Nope. Rye had Chastain over Elliott, and Scott and Chris both had Cindric over uh, the Odinger, the Almondinger at plus one. By the way, those were all plus money plays, including mine, which didn't win. So well, the counterfeit ringer is what they might as well just call him. Uh, James, a counterfeit ringer. James says you better step up your beard game. No shit. There's a man. There's a, there's a man's beard right there beside you, buddy. I'm doing, I'm doing the best I can, man. I'm just one guy. I'm doing the best I can. Rye, when was the last time you were beardless? 
Uh, six years ago. Okay. All right. Very good. Very good. Uh, okay. so before, before Girardi was hired as the That's right. manager. Yeah, I uh, I trim it up once in a while, but I let it go. I let it go. Chris, you ever had a beard? Uh, yeah, for, I had it for a while, but you know, sometimes it just gets annoying. So, did you especially do with the climate here? Did you did you go full bush or did you uh, have it neatly trimmed? No, I try to keep it trimmed. I wasn't trying it out to be uh, replaced. Uh, you know, Dusty Hill is easy top or anything. Okay. All right. Very good. All right, boys. Well, let's get to it. We're headed to Nash Vegas this week for the Ally 400. Another track where they've run just once. We've really done well with these brand new tracks. And uh, we picked uh, this week to break the string. No, it's going to be no exception, probably. Rye, tell us what you know about this track. How does it, it doesn't compare. It doesn't compare to anything, does it? It doesn't compare to anything. It's a little bit of every other track right uh, so it's a flat track 1.33 miles it's an oval and it's 14 degree banking uh i expected to run more like a short track rather than an intermediate track uh it is concrete so that's different from most tracks only dover and bristol are the other two concrete tracks and we haven't seen bristol on concrete yet uh we will have be using resin uh yeah, we're, we have long straightaways with sharp turns. So there's going to be a lot of shifting, a lot of braking, and there should be some high speeds down to straightaways. All right. Very And good. nobody knows how the next gen car is going to run here either, right? Yeah. Correct. So that's going to be a point of concern, too. Yeah, it's eyes to go off of uh, last year's because the cars are way different. Kislowski's eyes lit up when you said sharp turns. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys. Well, Let's uh let's get it rolling. And since uh since Chris, you are the uh you are the fastest guy in the one legged race, you get to you get the option. You can you can choose or you can defer and have one of us start. Who would you like to have start today? Uh we'll take the wind and we'll let we'll let Rice start. All right, very since good. Since you know he's the he's got he's got top billing now with his own screen, you That's know. That's right. Might as well make him earn his speed. Yeah, well, you know what? It's making up for like the last three or four weeks when he's been on the show and, and he hasn't been part of the intro. So I'm yeah, I'm okay with that. Give him give the well, man. look how long you weren't part of the intro on my I know on our show yeah, you gotta give the facts and it still kept saying Jim Williams. Gotta, and then David still kept tweeting it out as Jim Williams for a month. Oh uh, okay. Anyway, <laughs> right. You're first, buddy. Lay it out for us. All Who right. So the first guy I like is Ryan Blaney. Uh, right now he's plus twelve hundred, pretty much everywhere. I actually got him a plus fifteen hundred. Okay. I knew he was going to move, so I scooped it up quick. But uh, he's been fast all season. He's fourth in points. Uh, last year he, here he did crash out. His average finish over the past ten races is twelve point one. Uh, he's fifth in average finish all year at twelve and a half. Uh, he hasn't been able to close, but a week off should help this team big time. So I think he's going to do well here. He does well at the flat tracks. He won Texas. Uh, he needs a win. But at this point, seven, we could have 17 winners. And if you're not one of them, you're missing out. Okay. And see, that made it easy because now I don't have to do mine because I had Blaney too. All right. Very good. He, he had run well at Gateway and uh, finishing fourth. And like Ryan said, that's a race that's somewhat similar. It's something you can lead off of. So. Right. Who would you say has been the most disappointing driver so far this season? Uh, I don't know. Truex. 
Oh, okay. That was going to be my short answer there. All right. I thought you were going to go with Larson, and that was going to lead me into my pick. I've got Kyle like, Larson. You're going back to Larson? I'm going back to Larson. That's right. He, uh, he, wow. He's one for one. He's, uh, he has won 100% of the times he has raced on this track. <laughs> so I know it was the old car. I know he hasn't done great with the next-gen car. I just think he's too good of a driver to be kept down the way he has been. Uh, he was the uh, not only won the last race, he was the leader in speed. For the overall race, he was the leader in late speed. He knows the track. It's time. Give me Kyle Larson. So, so much for Larson being dead to you. He's back. He had a, uh, Steen had a week off, and Larson had a week off, so they reached some type of compromise. Yeah, we, they gave it one more shot. We worked it out. We worked it out. So, wait we get to the matchups. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Rochelle, that leads you. You got an over-under on what, what lap uh, Larson's going to try to spin out and then come back into the race? But he can't be touched, though. It has to be a non-contact spin out. That's the Larson special. This uh, year. You guys are going to be singing a different tune in 48 injury. hours. Yep. Uh, I actually went with a different driver. I'm going to go with uh, my boy, Ross Chastain, at plus 850. Uh, the way that I see it, I know, once again, last year's stats, a different car. I get it. He finished second last year at Nashville despite starting 19th. So he really did a great job of navigating through the traffic. And I think that's definitely a skill set that could translate well, regardless of what gen- of what generation car he's going to be using. He's also won two races this year. So you can make a serious case he's been the best driver with the next-gen car. But he's been good at Nashville in the past. He's been very good everywhere up to this point. And as long as Hamlin isn't still pissed at him, he should be able to avoid, uh, I'd say, any hang-ups and he'll end up somewhere in the top 10 but we know that Chastain when he's in the top 10 that's not good enough he's trying to win and I'm going to take him all right I've got you at uh Chastain so only one dupe duplicate there very good all right I'll start the second round with our mid-range pick I've come over to the dark side boys I give up I'm tired of fading this guy I'm gonna back him it's Joey Logano 12 I got him too 12 to 1 okay great news uh he ran top 10 last year this is mainly just a case of Joey Logano has been doing uh, very well with the new car this season. Uh, he's got a win. He's got a number of top fives. <sighs> All right. I'm embracing the dark side. Give me Joey Logano. Plus 12. Logano has one win or two wins? Does he have two? He's one? He won a Gateway, and he won a Darlington. Oh, that's right. I he won he had I two. I, I forgot I he, he won in Darlington. All right. Very good. So even better than I thought. Rachel, you all have you also have Logano. Anything you want to add to uh, to the breakdown? Uh, he has five top five finishes and 12 starts. Uh, he, start, he started third last year, and he finished 10th. So he has been pretty solid at Nashville in the one running. And on top of that, he's plus 190 on Barstool to finish top five. Okay, very good. Uh, top uh, 195 on for top five, okay. I, uh, I said 190. But, 190, okay. Yeah. Do, 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 do. All right, got it. Chris, who you got? I'm actually going to go back to one of your older picks that you've taken, written for the last few weeks. I'm going to go with Christopher Bell. Mm. Um, you know, he's run pretty well on these short to intermediate tracks of late. Um, he had a, his struggles at Sonoma, but pretty much everybody did. That's why we're not talking about that race. Uh, but before that, he had five straight races where he went fourth, sixth, fifth, fifth, and ninth. Um, he started near the front of the field in, in the first or Four straight races, he was third, won the pole at Kansas, then was third at Charlotte at Gateway. Uh, and I think he's going at, what, plus 2,000 uh, yeah. to win, and top five is plus 250. 
So I'll be spinning on uh, on Bell and see if he see what he does this week. I'm like I'm half rooting for Bell with no actual betting interest. He's been very good, but he just seems to keep inching closer, but he can't yet get over the mountain. Bad racing luck, man. Yeah, pretty some, much. Some bad racing luck. All right, Rye. I'm on Christopher Bell, too. Uh, he's right. tempting points. He was ninth at Nashville last year. He's four top fives, nine top tens. He won three poles. Uh, he was fourth at Dover. He has an eight and a half average qualifying at similar tracks, and he's been consistent running well this season. Uh, last year, he did not qualify well here, but he still came in ninth place. So I'd, uh, I'd, I'd keep an eye out. For him, I wouldn't let the, his qualifying deter you from betting on him for All a right. race. All right, very good. And a quick reminder to everybody out there that's listening to this show, not live. It is uh, done before qualifying before, and before practice as well. So we are kind of flying blind here um, with with our picks. James uh, says, I know this is off subject, but can you ask King if he had the abs on the puck line? Chris, I know you weren't afraid of the puck line, were you? No, I, I said I thought that it was going to be a three-one-four-one type of game okay. in favor of Colorado. So Chris, Chris, looking to thread, uh, thread the needle tonight, cover the puck line, and go under. So, just saying. Yep, yeah, might, might as well might as well go for the gusto, right? After the way this series has gone, completely not the way we've talked about it in the first four games. Well, there is like one you said earlier. There is one guy here who may have had it handicapped pretty well, and that's Rye, who's holding a plus four hundred ticket on the Abs in five. So yes, I am. There you go. He could that's we get to, that smile could be even bigger uh here in a few hours. So very good. All right. Is it true? Well, let's talk about some long shots, shall we? Chris, uh no, Rachel. Rachel, you can uh you can get us started and before Ryan and I take the same pick. All right, go, so go I ahead. was going to say I'm I'm going to pick somebody. <laughs> I think somebody else on this panel is going to have the same pick, but okay. I'm going to go with Almarola at 50 to 1 on a bar stool. Shopping around, he's forty to one everywhere else. So I'll gladly take an extra ten to one odds. Scott, Scott starting, Scott's starting to use those bar stool odds. Very. I kind of have to, right? I, I mean, if you're, gonna, if you're gonna misprice everything, then I'm gonna have to, have to take advantage of it. But they gave me an extra, you know, like double digit percent just by getting extra value. I'm gonna yeah. take it. Now he did win the poll last year at Nashville, finished fourth. But the fact is, he qualified well here. I know it's a different car, but it's the best I can do, right? Finished right. fourth last year. And if you want to look at odds for top 10, he is plus 150 on Barstool to finish top 10. But Almirola has been consistent. And I simply think that a 50 to 1, it's a good price for a guy who has very solid track record here in one race. All right. Very good. Uh, very go. solid Chris. track record in one race. That's what I'm saying. That's kind of the joke there, but it's the best I got. Almirola at 50 to 1, I just think it's a good price. All right. Christopher? I'm going to go with... Go with Stenhouse. Just do it. Take that, Stenhouse. That's where I was going. Recky yeah. Spinhouse. Um, you know, he's had success at a lot of these uh, tracks that you could kind of feed off of Darlington or Charlotte or Richmond or Dover, all those places, you know. And, uh, you know, he's got five finishes where he was eighth or better, uh, finished second twice, including a finish at Dover. And he finished second in Nashville last year. So, God, you could do worse, especially considering he's going off at, I think, 60 to 1 at DraftKings and to finish in the top 10 if they didn't take those odds down yet. 
Well, apparently they haven't. He's 60, plus 200. 60 to 1 plus 200. That's telling you they know he's going to probably run good, but they don't think he's going to win. So he, he was my runner-up for the long shot. Mine too. All right. <laughs> mm, Rye, who you got? Yep, I'm on Aaron Mamarola too. Okay. Uh, same thing. Uh, he also finished fifth at Gateway this season. Uh, he won New Hampshire last season, and this race was actually – where he started his run of good races. So I think it was uh, Nashville, then something else that he mm. top 10, and then the New Hampshire that he won. He's been underrated. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. And I'm going to close it up. I really thought, I really thought Rye was going to go this direction. I'm taking Stenhouse too. I didn't, I didn't think, I didn't think my, I didn't think my dupe, uh, my duplicate buddy would be Chris. The recent uh, form scared me off. Yeah, yeah I, I, he runs very well on concrete. Those are his best yeah. tracks, Stenhouse. But I, I, I like Amarola better. Yeah, he had the second fastest speed ranking uh, last year next to Larson. He ended up finishing sixth. I just think it's tremendous value. When I when I capped him, he was uh, six thousand or five thousand, and now that's gone up to six. I'll take that value each and every day. Don't love the top ten price. Wish we were getting a little better money there, but I get it. He's run well this season. I'll take the uh, plus two hundred to finish top ten. So. What's he at Barstool, Rachel? Plus 750? No, I believe he was also at 6,000. So the odds didn't change there. That's disappointing. I was was torn between the two, but I looked at recent form and I just think Almirola's more reliable. Let's put it that way. I agree. All right. Very good. By the way, I I don't know if Rye had any other points uh, on Almirola besides the ones that I made. I gave what I. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, very good. I am. Uh, I'm going to ride the Almarola train when it comes to my matchup. I'm going to take him over Daniel Suarez. You guys have laid out an excellent case why uh, Almarola has been uh, undervalued here, and I'm going to use that to my advantage to get plus. Oh, what was he plus 100? Yeah, even money. So I'm going to take. I'm going to take him at plus 100. Over Suarez, I think Suarez is catching uh, a little bit of extra heat because of his last because of his victory last time, and I'm going to take advantage of that relative inefficiency in the market. I think Almarola is the uh, far better driver at this track, so give me Almarola over Suarez plus 100. You also forgot to throw in the part where since Suarez won his last race, he's not allowed to win for the next seven years. Yep, right? can't can't do it. Can't do it. He does run well on concrete. Yeah. Well, Suarez has run well all season one. Well, the issue is it seems like he always has some engine yeah, problems or something. So, All right. So. Rochelle, what's your matchup? So for this one, I'm going to go to Blaney, which I know was Chris, uh, Chris's pick. And I'm going to go to Rye's pick, pick. Sorry. Yeah, I know. Both of you. Sorry. I got Blaney over Truex at minus 115 on DraftKings. I've reached the point where I'm blindly going to fade Truex in most matchups because he basically announced indirectly he's retiring. And I don't think he'd be retiring if he was running well up to this point, especially when he was awful at Sonoma, which has been one of his better tracks, which I think is a serious red flag moving forward. But Blaney has finished top six in three of his last four races, including the All-Star race. So the issue that he had earlier in the year of being very good through the first two stages and falling apart has started to kind of dissipate. And I think that's a good sign for Blaney moving forward. Truex has finished 12th or worse in seven of his last 10 races. And with Truex contemplating retirement, I'm not sure if his mind's fully in it. I'm going to go with Blaney. All right. Very good. You're basically saying Truex has one foot in the grave. 
I, it's not, I don't know if it's that, but Blaney needs a win in order to actually qualify for the playoff. Truex might just be done with the whole thing at this point. But the quotes, they seemed kind of depressing. I'm going to go with Blaney. All right. He's uh, playing the motivation playing the motivation angle. Don't hate it. Chris, who you got? Uh, I'm actually going to go off the map here. I'm going to take Suarez over his teammate, Chastain. He's going off at plus 140. Like Rice said, Concrete seems to be Suarez's best best friend when it comes to racing. Um, he ran well last year. He ran second at Dover. Um, he, I know he won at Sonoma, and you know, I didn't really care about that because I don't like road courses probably any more than most people because there's too many turns. Who'd you say Suarez over who? Um, Chastain. Chastain. Plus, plus. I think I, Chastain's going at minus one seventy-five. I think that's just a little bit high. What's the What's the price? So I think on there's those, some value there. Suarez one thirty-five. Suarez is a plus one one forty. One forty. All right. Yeah. I feel like Chastain yeah. should be like minus one fifty, minus one forty in that range. That uh, does seem a little more I reasonable. Agree. All right. Very good. And finally, Rye, bring it on home for the show. Yeah. So uh, I'm going Chastain over Larson at plus 130. Mm. Uh, I'm going with the momentum guy. I know Larson won here last year. I'm thinking about Larson last year. Uh, before that, he won three races. And two races before his three wins, he came in second place. Uh, he's not dominant like he was last year. I. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's had a lot of penalties, tire problems. Uh, he doesn't have a crew chief. He has a bunch of crew members who are suspended. This is too much value for me to pass up. All right. So I'll take, also, Chastain was third at Dover, which is, I guess, similar track. So I, I think Chastain is going to have a great race here. I don't know about Larson. I all think right. all the Hendrick guys are going to be a little – lower than people expect this week chastain just please don't bump into hamlin and don't bump in don't bump into elliot and we'll see what happens that's all i'm saying all right uh chris just for the fun of it yeah all right a couple questions from the comment section uh very few of them race related but we'll do it chris you like the red Sox tonight do you trust pavetta yeah do you trust the guard do you trust oh yeah yeah i took the red Sox with pavetta over quantrell yeah okay very good uh, how do you bet on car racing? Never seen it work. It's uh, it, you the, you can. There's a lot of ways to do it. You can you can take the the couple main ways are taking whoever you want to win or finish top three, top five, top ten, and then you can take matchups. Of course, there's all kinds of other problems with manufacturers and things like that. But that's the yeah. main two ways there, uh, Nicholas. Uh, Nathan said he lost four units on the pod race. Yeah, welcome to the club. Uh, Everybody except Rye was was uh, disappointed about the way that game turned out. Well, I didn't like, care if the fans ran like the Cheshire Cat over there, or like Garfield when the lights are off and he sees lasagna. Mm. I didn't care if the Phillies won. I just had the team total over for San Diego, and I dared Suarez to pitch well, and he did. So. I ca- I cared very much that the oh, Phillies. So there you won. go. It's Ryan Shell's fault. Yeah. What? Whatever. Okay. Suarez go. was not very good going into it, and. The Padres benched Voight and Cronenworth and whatever. All right. Didn't work out. Very good. All right, let's recap our picks. Rye, give us your uh, your three picks and your matchup. Uh, so I have Blaney at... Uh, Plus 1,200. He said 1,500. You got it. You got it at 15 for the... Well, he for, said he got it earlier in the week at fifteen. Right. Yeah, I got it. I got it at opening it. For the show, it's 12. 1,200, yeah. right. I got Bell at plus two thousand, uh, plus one fifty for top five, two fifty. Two fifty, yep. And then Amarola. 
at plus 150 for top 10. Uh, Chastain over Larson at plus 130. Right. That was on DraftKings. Very good. And I'm uh, matching up with uh, nobody in my in my opening picks. I've got Larson. I'm taking the favorite, going chalky here. He won it last year. I say he gets it again, plus 600. For my mid-range pick, I've got Logano, plus 1,200, plus 190 for top five. Long shot, Recky Spinhouse, plus 6,000 and plus 200 for a top 10 finish. And I've got Almarola over Suarez at plus 100. Uh, Scott, what do you got? So I got Chastain at plus 850 as my favorite. I have Logano at around 12 to 1 as my medium pick. And I got Almarola as well at 50 to 1 on Barstool to win. Uh, he's also plus 150 top 10. Logano's plus 190 top 5. And then for my matchup, I have Blaney uh, fading the retirement tour of Truex. I'll go with Blaney minus 115 on DraftKings. All right, very good. Nathan, I like the Phils tonight too. I don't have confidence in the uh, – what's that kid's name? Uh, don't take the Phil. Gore. Mackenzie Gore. What's that? Mackenzie Gore, yeah. Yeah. He pitched well. Kind of faded. What'd you say, Rye? Never take the Phillies as a road favorite. Okay. I believe the Phillies, though, are third in OPS against lefties this season. Yeah, they so. bat well against them. I yep. just think uh, – And Gore struggled with the last two against the Rockies, well, too. And then we're going to see the bullpen come in. And Yeah. Yep. I took well, over for total chaos, so well, I hope a lot of runs are scored. Chris, you also had Gore in Coors, though, so I don't know if you just tossed that in the garbage. Well, one of them was in Coors, one of them was well, in got He got tougher yeah. on a Petro, though, too. Yeah. It was both, yeah, but I'm just saying. He doesn't pitch well at home. No. Uh, all right. On the road. Chris, who you got? Uh, like Ryan, I had Blaney at 1,200 um, as uh, the favorite. Uh, then I had Bell at plus 2,000, plus 250, and then Spinhouse at plus 6,000, plus 200. The matchup, I took Suarez at plus 140 over Chastain. All right. Very good, guys. And that is, uh, that's going to do it for the show. Nathan says Avalanche are new Stanley Cup champs 2022. I believe that's true. They may have to wait till the next game to do it, though. We'll see how all that plays out. Well, there's two There's two games because they're also playing Sunday, right? That's what I said. I, that's, what I'm, that's what I'm saying. By the time it's the weekend, you got you got a two shots at it. So we'll see. Yep, yep. true, true. Finish the season tonight. Yep. Okay. All right. I know everybody, everybody's on the abs here. It makes me it makes me feel better about my Tampa Bay position because everyone, and I mean everybody's on the abs. So it's me tilting at the windmills. Guys, that's going to do it for NASCAR, baseball, hockey, whatever this show was about. No, it's a... It's NASCAR. We appreciate you guys uh, joining us as always. And uh, yeah, good luck on your NASCAR plays. And we appreciate the, uh, we especially appreciate the new blood, the guys that haven't seen the show before or haven't bet NASCAR. Uh, hopefully between the fun that we've had, we've uh, been able to give you guys some good information and uh, at least help you get started on uh, betting on NASCAR on a track that quite frankly, just doesn't have much of a body of work. So we're all, we're all kind of throwing shots in the dark. We'll see how it works out. We're uh, we're due. We are due. Will the puck line hit? Nathan wants to know. Chris says it will. Scott says you like the puck line. Uh, for me, no. I, mean, I actually think there's a shot for the game to go to overtime. Right. Like is it going to be a blowout or going to be close, right? Uh, I, mean, I think uh, we could get an empty net goal for the puck line cover. Okay. You're asking me for value. Overtime's tempting when two of the first four games went to overtime. Yep. Fair enough. You're getting you're getting three to three to one on a fifty fifty shot. Yep. Play that all day long. Hey, guys, thanks for joining us for the NASCAR show. We appreciate it. Come back and see us. We do this uh, every Friday. Every Friday we're here at uh, 5 o'clock, 4 o'clock Eastern time, 3 p.m. Central time, helping you guys head back to the window, catch those NASCAR tickets. You guys take care. Have fun this weekend. Good luck. 
and we'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.